Going like you don't edit this. I mean, not really. Not unless okay. you start swearing or something. <laughs> it would be inadvertent. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, we don't we don't claim this to be. This is an this is an, it's not an adult show. Let's not say that. Let's not say it's an adult show. That's I don't not really a think good I've idea. ever heard you swear though. <laughs> that's good. That's very good. I, You're I'm, proud I'm of that. A pretty calm person. Okay, here we go. Ready? One, two, three. Start. Very good. Yeah, Look at us. Close enough. Doing things together. Welcome into the show, everybody. Welcome to Nacho Average Podcast, the show where we eat nachos and talk about fantasy football. My name is Andrew Perry. We are joined tonight by none other than Mr. Josh Roden. Hello. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Uh, Jordan's on vacation with his lovely family. Well, don't lie. I kicked him out. Yeah, that's true. He actually. had to he's, go. He's been subpar for a yeah. little while. Like it's been rough. <laughs> Had to do it. Had to, Dang. had to take the shot out. Dang. He's not here. Love you, Jordan. Uh, today is Thursday, October 17th. Um, and it's uh, it's been a good fantasy season so far. It's been kind of a wild ride. Not not too many things have panned out, but there have been some things that have been have been, uh, have been been as expected, I guess, a little bit. Not uh, the Browns. Not the Browns. <laughs> you were right. Uh, let's talk about the notches for a minute here first. We went to Taco Mac. It was some, an experience. It was an experience. It was not what I thought it was going to be. No. So we ordered, if you go to Taco Mac, we ordered the chicken tinga. I'm Correct. not sure I'm saying that the right Correct. way, so please excuse me. But uh, so basically, and I'm actually glad you saw the picture before we ordered it, because if it had come out the way that it had <laughs> come out, I'd have been like, wait, excuse me. Yeah, we had a little mental things prep. These are supposed to be together. So they came like super deconstructed. Yeah, like a dip. Like a dip. I don't. I just felt it was weird. I didn't feel like I was eating nachos. No, the salsa was great. Felt like a Super Bowl party. Yeah, but. it was. It was weird. It was good. I mean, like you ate it and you're like, oh, this is good. Like this would. It would be a great dip. Like if sure. that was what it was, it would be a great dip. I don't know. No. So a couple pros we talked about. Uh, no soggy no chips. No soggy chips. That's Correct. always a plus. That's always a plus. Um, I thought the taste was good. You got a good scoop of everything. Yeah. And every distribution bite, was, that good. was good. Onion heavy, two it kinds was of onions. Onion heavy. I wonder if we could go onion light because I don't, I don't not like onions, but that was too many. But that stays that, with you, yeah, that's for true. a little while. For a little while, yeah. I'm sure our coworkers do not appreciate <laughs> that. Um, so, anyways, Taco Mac. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that about that at the end of the show. Um, but those were those were good. Um, some of the things you can forward to look forward to today on today. Uh, wow, some of the things you can look forward to on today's show. That. Uh, we'll run through some league updates. We've got Micah Free start a uh, sit of the week. Uh, go through some bench slapped. We're going to play a little game of Would You Rather. I'm going to leave that there for later. <laughs> um, and, of course, we'll go through the uh, week seven preview here. So let's uh, let's jump into the league updates um, just a little bit. we got some injury watch news going on. Uh, some fairly big names. Very on, big names. Yeah, that's your, you know, not really um, – some start sit decisions that are going to be affected through some of this. Um, won't you run through some of these injuries? For Definitely. Us? Um, Alvin Kamara, I think is the biggest one, you know, yeah. he has an ankle injury and also a knee injury apparently, which is kind of crazy to me. Uh, I must've missed that injury yeah. watching the saints last week, but um, you know, yeah, I, w- I wonder I with him getting banged up, I mean, he's carrying the ball a lot. He is. Like you look at you look at his carries right now. He's 
Hadn't carried the ball less than 13 times through the first six weeks. He's got pretty good yard, yardage average. He's short on the touchdowns, which is honestly hurting his fantasy value just a little bit. Um, but you wonder how much of the non-Mark Ingram sure. is taking a toll on him. Because uh, Latavius Murray is there. Correct. But I'm trying to pull up his stats right now. It's not. It's not necessarily what you would want it to be no it's not and latavius murray had a pretty decent week last week honestly yeah um he i apologize he had eight attempts for 44 yards which Mm -hmm. is not bad against jacksonville he had some uh three for 35 on the receiving end as well um and camara i want to say honestly didn't have that yeah um so i would keep an up close eye on that yeah todd Gurley. Not practicing most of the week. Yeah. Um, Malcolm Brown tried to sneak that ankle injury in there. Sean McVay said, "Yeah, he's day to day." So you starting Malcolm Brown? I'm not. I wouldn't have yeah. started him last week against San Francisco um, yeah. either, even with Gurley out. But the person to watch now, I think, is Daryl Henderson. Yeah. He is looking to be the starter if both of them sit out. Um, and Which against is a really the Falcons, good matchup. Like is, that backfield, somebody is going to have a good day. Um, I really hope Todd's back. I really, you know, I mean, he's on my team, so of course I'm. Of course, I'm hoping he's back. But this is like one of those games I was looking forward to, and I was like, okay, this week specifically, I could ride Todd Gurley, but uh, it doesn't look like that's probably going to happen. I have heard there is a chance he plays, and if he plays, he could be, you know, the goal yeah. line right. one yard push and so Which he I'm may get you a touchdown yeah but yeah he's definitely not who i thought i was going to be able to depend on this week no no and it's you know it's only week seven and oh. he's already looking like Todd Gurley of the end of last season, mm-hmm. which is kind of scary. Maybe he's doing a Freaky Friday thing, you know, like where he's better at the end of the season. It's possible. And I wonder if they miss CJ Anderson yet. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> we're just not going to talk about it. Moving on. Hollywood Brown is broken still. <laughs> Sorry, Micah. Once upon I, a time I made in that Hollywood. trade early this year and I had him and I had like I he was on my bench for like the one massive game that he had and I made a trade with Micah for Todd Gurley and I was like I can't blame you and you know he had injury concerns yeah. at the beginning of the season even coming out of college and so to to perform the way he has everyone's kind of been surprised yep. but i can't imagine anybody's just too shocked that this ankle is still giving him trouble yep. um and amari cooper bruised his thigh apparently it hurts <laughs> i've been told i can't fully understand that given that yeah. my athleticism is not on par but every, every time i hear somebody say that like they have a thigh bruise i imagine you ever gotten it like somebody like charlie horse you yeah it, that's what i think i'm like yeah. somebody like punched him really hard right in the thigh. yeah they were horsing around after yeah. the game and now he's out get over it i guess get over it amari cooper <laughs> the cowboys really need him though i mean they do struggling but michael gallup He's a trade target. Like, go, sure if you is. can go find a Michael Gallup, go get Michael Gallup to me. Uh, we can talk about that a little later in the show. I've, I think I've got some notes on him somewhere. Uh, but, I mean, his his target count is crazy right now. Uh, Michael Gallup's is. And it's like it, his completion to target ratio is not real great because I think Dak's 
chunking it to him on the run. He is. But, I mean, it's it's pretty good. So, if you can go get Michael Gallup, try and go get Michael Gallup. But. If Cooper is out and they think he's going mm-hmm. to be out for a couple of games, would you try and trade someone Cooper for Gallup? I, I honestly is, probably would. Is that something you'd be interested yeah, in? Yeah, because, I mean, you, you think about even this after, after this week. I mean, a thigh bruise, like hamstrings and thighs <laughs> – they stick with you. Like you look historically throughout wide receiver injuries, like because I'm so studied on <laughs> my historical background of, of wide receiver injuries, but it's, you always just hear about like, Oh, he's got a hamstring. And then he like, comes back and it's like, Oh, tweaked his hamstring again. Yeah. Oh, tweaked his thigh again. Like, yeah, you constantly are re-injuring that thing and to fully heal from it. You got to take like four or five weeks off Yeah, and they can't afford to do that with Amari Cooper. Like so Dalvin cook last season. Yep. Exactly. It's just going to linger. It's going to linger. And so it just scares me. I honestly really would go move Amari Cooper if you can get somebody comparable or if you can particularly go get Michael Gallup. He That's, does have his bye in week eight, yeah. so he'll get a little bit of a break, but true. I would be concerned. Let's talk about some of these guys coming back. Big ol' Saquon Barkley. Ol' Saquad. Defied all odds. He's back. The man is... He practiced in full on Wednesday as well as Evan Ingram. So, so it just sounds like the New York Giants are getting their team back. They like sure that's are. That's basically what just happened. Right in time yeah. for Arizona. Hey, that's it. Yeah, start your New York Giants. So I was way against them last last week. I am way for them this week. If you have a Giant, your, store, your Sterling Shepherds, your Golden Tates, your Evan Ingrams, if you're in a pinch or in a two-quarterback lead, start your Jan- Daniel Jones. I think that's sure. going to be a good start. Um, but, yeah, moving on. Moving on, A.J. Green has said that he – is a possibility to play. Yeah. He says he's either in or he's out. He just has to decide. But he's been doing individual drills. Yeah. He's been on the practice field. Yeah. So I, Jordan over there just holding his breath this whole time. Stinking drafted him in what round? And now he's like, nah, I'm going to wait for him to come back. It's week seven. And he's still not sure he's going to come back. It is week seven. And they are playing Jacksonville. Yeah. I don't know that I would recommend starting Sans him. Jalen Ramsey, though. True. True. But they did pick up Marcus Peters, but whatever. Meh. And yep. Devin Singletary. Oh, DS. How do we feel about him? Uh, I mean, I honestly feel pretty good. <laughs> I mean, it's the Bills. Um, they're actually playing really good defense right now. Um, the team as a whole seems to be trending in a good direction. Sure. Um I just who are they playing this week? I they play Miami, but here's my concern: is he's coming off this injury and he's had ten career carries. Yeah, yeah, that's a little scary. I feel like Frank Gore is still going to have that game. Oh, absolutely. If the if the start sit decision is between Singletary and Frank Gore, you're starting Frank. Sure. Gore. Um, if you need to flex Singletary, I think it's fine. I think he would be a safe play. There's somebody who's flexing him this week. I forget who it is, um, but I don't think that's a bad play. No. So. Poor Will Disley. What an apt name. <laughs> what an apt last name for the for this piece of news right here. I feel so bad for him coming off the injury of last season, having a pretty amazing start of the season, yeah. becoming one of Russell's prime targets. Especially the year Russell Wilson's been having. He has been an MVP yeah. candidate for sure, yep. but rupturing his left Achilles... Will is on the IR as of this week. Yep. So that's a bummer. 
Um, old King Winston over here. You know, they went to London. <laughs> they thought that they were going to meet the Queen, but oh, they met man. the King of Interceptions Jeez. over there. Five interceptions, a career high yep. for Jameis. You know, I don't really know how that happened. He also had a fumble. So... 68 interceptions and 59 starts yeah. is not a stat that I would So here's want kind of something have. interesting. Like you think about the, their draft class, it was Winston Mariota, right? Sure. That was the deal. And then what was the one after them was Goff and Wentz. Mm. Those were the two guys taken, right? And every, I remember everybody at the time, so he's like, it's going to be hard to beat last year's draft class and blah, blah, blah. You had such great players in Winston and Mariota. They're just going to revolutionize the NFL. Uh, Wentz has won a Super Bowl, sort of, and uh, Goff made it to the Super Bowl last year. He sure did. He didn't really, really show he, up. He though. didn't really show up and play. But I mean, of those two, of those two drafts and those draft classes, I just never would have thought. No, that you wouldn't. Mariota think... would be benched this week. You sure wouldn't. And Winston would be throwing sixty-eight interceptions in fifty-nine starts. It's a mess. Isn't that you know, crazy? I think having Fitz Magic made him look better last season. That's probably fair. Yeah. And now that he is the clear starter, it's mm-hmm. just been a mess. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> you want to talk about that? I just did not anticipate the Rams being stifled. Yeah. By San Francisco, but the 49ers have shown up this season. So, I don't if you listened last week to our podcast, I made a case that Todd Gurley was still a really great play. And I even kind of made the case that the San Francisco 49ers were a little bit of smoke and mirrors. Sure. Because of through week through five weeks, they had a bye week in week four. Their schedule so far, really, they only played one team that they've played really well. And I was like, ah, I think they're a little bit of fake. Yep. The Rams' high-powered offense is going to expose them. But that Bosa... That, did not happen at all. Like, holy crap. I mean, Gurley still had a good game. Like, it was still decent. I think he ended up with, like, 12 or 13 points. He scored a touchdown at some point. But um, I could be wrong about that, actually. Todd Gurley didn't play last week. Oh, you're right. I am sorry about that. Malcolm Ooh, Brown. That's what I'm thinking of. Malcolm Brown got yeah, to start. That's right. Ripped off, uh, I want to say, a pretty good run yeah. that first drive. And then he just... yeah. Got they, I was wrong. I mean, I really was wrong about that. Um, and I've been really impressed with this San Francisco team. They're a, they're a kind of a loud dark horse now to to challenge and and maybe even make it the Super Bowl. They are one of two teams to be undefeated. The other one being the Patriots. The other one being is Tom kind Brady. Of all funny right now because the whole Jimmy G deal and like I don't know. It's just interesting to me how all that kind of worked out. Um, yeah, yeah, they're for real. 40 rushing yards is how many the Rams put up against San Francisco. Yeah. I was thinking of somebody else, I think. Um, yeah, no, San Francisco's for real. Totally on board with that. Um, very surprising. I just touched on it, too, this last bit of information. Titans are starting Tannehill over Mariota. Um, yeah, Mariota just not a – not... there was so much hope with this team going into this year. Like, Derrick Henry started out so well. Mariota actually started out pretty decently. Now, their defense is playing well. Their defense, defense is actually playing is pretty good. well. But Centering the offense around Derrick Henry has been yep. a step up for them. Yep. But 
I just have a hard time trusting Marcus Mariota. Uh, yep. It's not that he wasn't once talented, but if he's, he's not, not injured, he's just playing poorly. Yeah, and I just don't think that they've fully allowed him to run an offense like Kansas City is right now where it's this run and gun deal. They're trying sure. to give, center their offense a little bit more ground and pound, and that's just not Mariota. doesn't have a time to get into a rhythm, and so they're going to turn it over to Tannehill. Who, you know, I mean, that change of pace in their last game, Mariota being 7 for 15 for 63 yards, not great. And Tannehill being 13 of 16 for 144. Go with the hot hand. It, you know. I'm not starting either one of them. I wouldn't. Nope. Nope, not at all. Not at all. That's the league updates for this week. Uh, A couple things just to be paying attention to. Those injury updates, you know, get Will Disley out of your lineup. And, uh... Well, you can probably just go ahead and drop Marcus Mariota if you've got him. You know, I, I wouldn't. He, he I don't even know right that now. I would stream Marcus Mariota. <laughs> to be honest, I'd rather pick up Andy Dalton. I uh, hear you, and that is saying something. <laughs> that is saying something. Uh, let's move on to the micro free sit of the week. I'll let you start off on this. I like yours a lot. Thank you. I wanted to go for controversy. I don't know that I found it. I thought about saying Travis Kelsey, but I feel like yeah. you just can't. So my microfree set of the week is Le'Veon Bell against yeah. the New England Patriots. My reasoning for that being they are first against yards per game and they are second against passing yards and third against rushing yards in the league. And so if you think they're going to just stop the run, they're also going to stop the pass. And if you need more evidence, when they played in week three, He rushed for 18, no, I apologize. He rushed 18 times for 35 yards, had four receptions for 28 yards, which landed him 8.3 fantasy points. Right. Now, granted, that was minus Sam Darnold. Sure. But how much are you actually going to be like, oh, Sam Darnold's back. He's going to be fantasy stud against the New England Patriots right now. Also, wild stat. Okay, this wild stat. I saw today... Top 15 fantasy scorers right now. Mm. The New England defense is 14 on the list. Not surprised at all. Like, what the heck? Like, that is under. Who's. Uh, was it David's got them right now? David oh, Van Zant has them right the, now. Yeah, kudos, sir. And that, is, that is working out well. If his matchups hadn't fallen like they have, he would be winning every week because yeah. they are winning people yeah. matchups every week, putting up, yeah. I believe, almost 20 points every yeah, week. Something like that. It's It's up there. Um, yeah, I, I like that. I like that sit. Um, Tell me about yours. And I, yeah, so we just kind of finished talking about this defense with San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't go as far as I did last week and say to bench <laughs> the entire uh, Washington Redskin uh, franchise, uh, but I am sitting Terry Mc, McLaurin. Um, looking at just defenses in, in general – um, they are giving up the third least amount of points to wide receivers, not just like to a wide receiver, to the wide receiver core of yep. the opposing team. So that's three or four, throw the tight end and the running backs in there. Uh, they're giving up 19, only 19 total fantasy points per game to receivers altogether. Um, they're behind Buffalo and New England. So again, Bills are playing really great. New England's the number one defense um, right now. So San Francisco's up there. I know McLaurin is attempting play, especially coming off the week that he, he had. Sure is. Um, I just, I again, I feel like that's a little smoke and mirrors. The Redskins are a little bit of a 
mess right now, like just with everything you know that that's going on um, with them. They just fired their head coach. Yep, all that kind of stuff. So the, it's just a scary play for me. He could come out and surprise me and be a world beater. I just don't see it happening. I could live with McLaurin on the bench this week and and sleep yep. fine at night. You sit Marquise Goodwin. You sit Debo Samuel. Yep. yep. You don't play any of those wide receivers. Nope. Um. I mean, I'm not starting Adrian Peterson. I'm not starting no. any of those guys. No, I think you were right on it last week saying, you know, you can play Peterson against Miami and then yep. you trade him, yes. use that yep. because He's I – He's done. Yeah. I mean, his the, like the Redskins schedule coming up is – Not favorable. Not – yeah, not very favorable. So those are your stits of, sits of the week. Stits of the week? Sits of the week. <laughs> um yeah, Terry McLaurin and Le'Veon Bell. Um, that's who Josh and I are, are sitting this week. Um, again, that's once again brought to you by Mr. Micah Freeze. So we appreciate your contribution to the show. Please don't fire me. Um, <laughs> let's move on to some bench slab. We had a couple guys last week. Um, both of us appear on this list. We sure um, do, and, and I so am I'll thrilled you, about it. I'll let you talk about your, uh, your bench slab first. You know, I don't want to just, you know, on my first – appearance on the podcast start complaining about <laughs> my team and the things that I've done wrong sure, yeah. but you know you and Jordan got to talk about last week how I would have beaten Aaron by a couple of points couple. if I had played yeah. Philip Lindsay or Sony Michelle or last Sony week Michelle. and so you know I didn't learn my lesson last week I thought that it would be okay this week and I benched Lindsay for Austin Eckler mm. I don't know what's happening to the Chargers yeah man yeah but I got bench slapped. I would have beaten Micah, and this is the second week in a row that I've lost my matchup for benching Philip Lindsay. Guess who's in my starting lineup this evening? <laughs> Mister Philip Lindsay. Yeah, yeah, and I like. I mean, I don't blame you for the Sony Michelle sit. He got twelve like, points. Yeah, and it's like one of those things. It's like okay, sometimes he's like real. I mean, the New England backfield period is real hit and miss. So, you know, I don't blame you for that one. The start-sit decision between Eckler and Lindsey, you just not, you just don't know what the Chargers are going to do. And honestly, for that matter, you don't know what Denver's going to do. I mean... You don't. And they've started out really slow this season. Right. They're coming off of yeah. two wins now, so... Flacco is the most unsexy quarterback play exactly. ever. And, like, I mean, Sutton's having a good year. Emmanuel Sanders has kind of tailed off. You know, so... I would say though, I'd have to go back and look at numbers to really confirm this, but like, does seem like Philip Lindsay is the guy. It's less of a committee now. It's almost sixty forty now, right. but it's it's still, it's still enough almost to close. Yeah. Um. So there was yep. that. Yep, that's tough. Uh, Micah sitting. Uh, Hunter Henry can't blame him. You it can't. was his first game back. Right. But I'm trying to think of whose other there uh, is, tight end is. He has Jason Witten. Yeah. Who, for some reason, is in the top 12 in the tight end position this season. You know, he's been consistent enough. Old and man Witten. Old man Witten. I can't blame him. No. Um, but Hunter Henry has some connection with Philip Rivers, yeah. and it got him 26 fantasy points. Yeah. Who was their matchup against last week? Who? Uh, um, Micah played Hunter, me. No, no, no. Uh, oh. Hunter Henry. Who was his Hunter last week? Henry. Was, um, oh, my gosh. Why can't I think about this? Oh, it was against Pittsburgh. So, 
Yeah, and still that was a scary. Correct me if I'm up. wrong. Wasn't that Pittsburgh's first win? Probably. I believe it was. Yeah. And for that to happen is also crazy. Yeah, that is pretty nuts. Um, but Man, the, the Steelers have fallen. The Steelers have fallen. You know, Big Ben was supposed to regress this season, and I think he would have anyway. Mm-hmm. But coming off his injury, and then Mason Rudolph, you know, trying his best. Getting real good concussed. Yeah. <laughs> um, good and concussed. Yeah, he got sandwiched between two people. It was frightening, yeah. but I hear he is supposed to actually come back this week. I yeah. forgot to put that on the list. Yeah. Um, does that mean that they win their matchup this week? Eh. Yeah, I'm not sure about it. I think Mike is right. I think he's got him in a starting lineup this week. I think. Sure, over Jason Witten. Yeah, even even looking, yeah, for sure over Jason Witten. But even looking back at last year, I mean, Hunter Henry was a decent tight end play, anyways. Yeah. Um, and then coming into this year, there was some high hope, the injury, and you know now he's back and for sure um, all that stuff. But eight receptions for a hundred yards and two touchdowns. Yep. Um, definitely saw more connections than Keenan Allen or yep. Melvin Gordon or Austin Eckler. Yeah. So it'll be interesting now that they've got Gordon back as well. Right how the targets are divided. That up. offense could, I mean, like if it, if it's played well and it's in the right frame of mind with everything, you know, they're, they're playing within their, themselves. That could potentially be a really dangerous offense that could put up a lot of points. They have the weapons, but yeah, that's for sure. They're not acting like it. Let's move on to Jordan. Devonta Freeman. Devonta Freeman. My destiny. Your destiny's child. Yeah. I, I traded, oh, traded him away early in the season, which is painting out great for me, by the way. Um, however, Devonta Freeman, 25 fantasy points, 88 yards, two receptions. He got, I mean, two receiving touchdowns, excuse me. Uh, he got really involved in the passing game, which is, if you think back, I don't know if you were paying attention to fantasy at this point, but four or five years ago when I really became attached to Devonta Freeman, mm. that was where the bulk of his fantasy production was coming from was in the passing game. He'd get, you know, 75, 80 yards about what he got right now. But this was like, I mean, I rode Devonta Freeman to our championship game the second or third season that we did this, and it was because of the way he was playing right now. Sure. And so if he can keep this up and Matt Ryan finds him coming out of the backfield and, you know, teams are still honing in on Julio Jones, I, you know, my, my question down there that I've got is, is do you view Devonta Freeman now as a legit at least running back two? I think you have to. His fantasy numbers, at least in our scoring format, half point PPR. I mean, the past four weeks, he's at least gotten you 10 points. Yeah. Um, At the start of the season, he started off really slowly. Um, But the way that Matt Ryan is just having to throw the ball. Constantly. And Julio's almost always double covered. Um, Calvin Ridley's been a little shaky this season. Yeah. I think that his receiving yards, honestly, his receiving yards or his targets um, and receptions aren't that high. Right. Uh, three, three. I mean, the most he's ever gotten this season is eight yeah. receptions. Um, but that's enough volume for him to get you, you know, 15, 20 points. Yeah. And I think you can definitely treat him as an RB2 for your team. Uh, I don't want him on <laughs> my team. I can't personally trust Devonta yeah, Freeman. I can't either. Um, especially, you know, being bench slapped against Arizona. Yeah. This number is his best fantasy number this yeah. season. I don't know how I feel about it, him playing it, the Rams. Is that smoking mirrors for him. 
if he hadn't put up 11, 14, and 15 fantasy sure. points in the past three weeks, right. I would say yes. But yeah. I think he'll consistently at least get you that yeah. unless he gets hurt. Yeah, for sure. And there's always that possibility, especially the usage of him right now, trading away Tevin Coleman, or excuse me, Tevin Coleman signing away sure. to, some, to another team. Having now to rely on Edo Smith. Smith. Yeah, no, 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 that's not going to happen. No. Uh, the Falcons are... A terrible team right now. That's a nice way to say they that. They are a terrible team right now. Um, and this is coming from a Falcons fan. Exactly. of want to see them exactly. doing well. But it's just, I mean, you start your Julio Jones, you start your Matt Ryan, you start your Austin Hooper, and you start your Devontae Freeman. But they they can't score enough. And they can't no. get the keep the ball enough to have to go and score like they're. And this is always the thing with them is that you're at some point you're just waiting for the ball to drop with them of like these guys who are starting, especially with a guy like Devonta Freeman, he could go out and Mike Evans, you one week, you he know what sure I'm saying? Like, he could come out and give you like a two point performance. And it's like, you've been scoring. That's Atlanta. Yeah. Just to be just, honest. Yeah. And so that's the, that's the danger with him. I do agree that I think you have to view him as an RB two until he tells you otherwise, until sure. he shows you otherwise, but thin ice, real thin ice to me. Of how you're treating Devonta Freeman. If I were the Devonta Freeman owner, I would potentially be shopping him around, coming off of Arizona. And Jordan is. I mean, he sure is. Yeah. Um, I he has offered him to me a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I can't trust him. But going into this Rams game, I don't think that that's going to do you any favors. Yeah. Um, I mean, he'll he'll still be an RB two for someone's yeah. team, but I would shop him around. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, I don't I don't want to take this from you No So I got Probably bench slapped As hard as I could get bench slapped I think Possibly the biggest slap of the season Aside from Sammy Watkins week one Yeah Yeah Which that wasn't me No that that was was Caleb That was Caleb Yeah this one hurt So I had Stefan Diggs Sitting on my bench 43 fantasy points He had 11 targets 7 receptions 167 yards And 3 Count them Three touchdowns, which all of them were super impressive catches, by the they way. They sure you, were. You see a bunch of those? That was all really good. Those Honestly, all really I think I was almost more impressed that Kirk Cousins threw those balls. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And, and, like, that's that's my dilemma right now. This actually segues really well into our Would You Rather segment that I'll explain here in a moment. But I don't, I don't know what to do with Stefan Diggs. I don't know nobody's going to take him unless I package him with like an Aaron Rodgers or something like that. I, I can't Correct. get in to trade me Stefan Diggs for Michael Gallup straight up. Like, but it's also one of the things he's very similar in Brandon cooks to me that he is your home run swing. Correct. He is, you're going to hit it out of the ballpark or you're going to fail miserably. So Stefan Diggs kind of saw the uptick in volume this week, just like Adam Thielen did. Right after he essentially about complained about not yeah. getting targets. Yeah. Um, Terrible parenting skills, by the way. It's, I don't know what's happening <laughs> in Minnesota, but, yeah. you know, apparently if you throw a fit, they let Kirk Cousins throw. Now, when Kirk Cousins throws a fit, right. he doesn't get to throw. No, they're no, still running the ball. Yeah, they're still running the ball. But, uh, so, did Dalvin Cook suffer at all from... Dalvin Cook did put up, I want to say, one of his lowest weeks um, last week. Um, like nine. Leave me alone. <laughs> You're just jealous. 15, like fit, fit lowest week fifteen. Uh-huh. I'm getting the number for Poor you. Guy. 
He put up last week 12.4. It is his lowest on the season. Up until then, his lowest was 16 fantasy points in our Mm. league. Um, Mm. But, you know, that was 16 carries for 41 yards. Um, When, let's see, I believe it was after Chicago that Thielen complained. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that uh, game after that was the Giants, and Dalvin Cook still had a great game. So it just, against Philadelphia, Philadelphia's run defense has honestly been pretty decent. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have a stat where they are in the league right now, but they've still been, you know, pretty decent against the run. And so, do you keep Stefan Diggs? Is your question like, what do you do with him now that you have him? Um, you could definitely shop him. You know, you could. So, just as a word of encouragement to you, the Philadelphia Eagles are currently giving up the most. Uh, Am I wrong? I was just completely well, off base. Is that what you're telling me? I'm trying to pull the number up. So they're in the top ten. That's what I thought. No, no, like no. Bottom ten, I guess. Oh, sorry. No. Yeah. Well, you know, I tried. I like to sound intelligent. Yeah. I, well, I just I happen to have the points allowed thing pulled up in front of me, and I was like, oh, let's just go check out what this is. Yeah. So they are technically. I'm glad one of us was prepared. Yeah. I, they're they're technically giving up. Yeah, top, yeah, they're in the bottom. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, they're the top four, something like that. It's fine. That doesn't really change the situation here. Um, that's, that's fair, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, but again, going back to Stefan Diggs, I, you know, I, I at some point have to just figure out, start playing matchups. We talked about this a little earlier. I believe like you matchup. You have to kind of look at between, yep. between, for me, for Brandon Cooks and Stefan Diggs, I just have to start playing the matchup and hope one of them hits a home run. Yeah. And I think what we talked about earlier too is, you know, if you shop him around, ideally, are you looking for a roster where you just always have must starts and then you end up with situations where you don't even have a question about who's going to be in your starting lineup. Even if they pull a Mike Evans and goose you, which that game was almost an anomaly, right? but with Jameis Winston at quarterback, you still have to be concerned (laughs) there that that's more of the norm than you want to, Sure. Um, and so, is Diggs somebody I would automatically start every week now? No. no I Adam Thielen, I think, yeah. Yeah. Oh, for I sure. Think I for think for sure, Adam Thielen. Um, I mean, he was always their clear-cut one yep. anyway. But, you know, Stefan Diggs said he wanted to be in Minnesota. I don't think they have to worry about him being no. traded. Um, so, yeah. Let's move on to a new-ish segment. Uh, we're going to play a little game of Would You Rather. I'm very excited So I actually this. sprung this on Josh uh, right before the show. And I um, do love surprises. And he does love surprises. I know how much he loves surprises, so this is what's happening. So we're going to go through a couple different players and basically do a little bit of Would You Rather. Would you rather start or have this person or the other person? Um, it's more of kind of a gut thing. We haven't had a ton of time to really prep for this. Um, so we'll probably be looking up a few stats as we talk about it. Um, I'll start us off because we just kind of finished talking about them. Would you rather start Diggs or Cooks? Um, I, and we're going to talk about it in, in, in this week for this yes, week. We're just about this the week. For just this week. Um, I've got Cooks in my lineup uh, versus Atlanta. Again, Atlanta's defense is just so pitiful right now. Um, I think Cooks is good for at least one touchdown. I think it could be one of those like two catches, 70-something yards, and a touchdown game. And that would be plenty for me to be able to go 
great game, kid. And that would give me, you know, 11, 12 points somewhere in there um, and uh, and really pull through for me. So would you agree with the Cooks over Diggs play? I sure do. Um, against Atlanta, I think you have to almost. Right. Um, I suppose the one concern would be Goff coming off of the week that he had last week, yeah. which, you know, you can say it's not you, it's me. It was just All San right. Francisco. Yeah. But – even though the matchup is so good, does he have enough targets for Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and Brandon Cooks? Yeah. I, and no. possibly a running back? <laughs> yeah, Question no, mark? I don't, I don't think so. I think against Atlanta is your best bet to do all of that, though. I sure do. Um, They're so, 31st. Yeah. So, I, I mean, again, I think, I think this could be one of those – Two, three catches, 70, 90 yards, somewhere in there, and a touchdown kind of game. I think I think early they throw a deep bomb to him at some point, and he, he catches it burning one of our yeah. terrible And to be honest, I think he's still looking to come back after his concussion. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was only true. a week, but, yeah. but still, he hasn't had his chance. Um, Robert Woods didn't have his chance until last week. Yeah. Um, so I definitely agree with you there. Next on the list, Joe Mixon or Damian Williams? Mixon is at um, Jacksonville, and Damian Williams is in Denver. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. I I have big opinions on this, actually. I know you do. Um, Joe Mixon has not been who we thought he would be. No. And so that's a little depressing. Especially in our league, given the Joe Mixon drama almost. Yeah, that kind of all happened, and maybe Ben's looking like a genius right now. But, I, you know... Let's go with that. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I, well, okay, actually, now that you've said that, as almost an insult but not completely, saying that he didn't take Joe Mixon, do you remember who his first pick was? Yeah, it was Zach Ertz. No. No. It was Damian Williams. Oh, you were right. I forgot about that. I thought it was Zach... Wow. Okay, that this is an interesting conversation now. Because Matthew had the chance to take Damian Williams. And didn't. Left him on the board. And took Leonard Fournette. And took Leonard Fournette. What a, what a guy. And so this Would You Rather is specifically for Ben Rowland, <laughs> who uh, I have a feeling doesn't listen to this. Probably not, but that's fine. His loss. <laughs> I, I mean, I know you're probably going to disagree with me. I, I would start Damian Williams in this. The Chiefs, to me, are still one of those offenses that I want pieces of especially starting pieces. So, I mean, I want my Tyreek Hill. I want my Pat Mahomes, of course. I, I want Travis Kelsey. I want Damian Williams. Although, he's been committed to a degree. He, yeah. There's I that. Just, I just think he, I think of the two, I don't trust the Bengals offense. I, the Jags defense against the run is actually decent. Sure. Um. Yeah. I think, I mean, matchup-wise, Denver is 20th against the run, whereas Jacksonville is actually 26th, which is kind of crazy given, you know, the Jags defense. But funny enough, Ben actually ended up with both of these players on his (laughs) roster. And so this happens to just be specifically tailor-made for Ben Rowland. But I think you have to go with the volume. And honestly, right now in Kansas City, wide receivers and running back, it's just a revolving yeah, wheel. Even really with Tyreek Hill back, you know, yep. those secondary wide receivers, you don't know who to play. You don't yep. know if it's Hardman or Robinson or Pringle. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know where he came from. Once and 
Just can't stop. (laughs) And Damian Williams, you know, he came back and it looked like he was going to be in the same role as last year coming off the injury. And he was for one game. And then Andy Reid formed a committee somehow, like he was a government official. (laughs) And we have LaShawn McCoy taking over last week. And Daryl Williams also actually getting some of the passing volume last week. So I honestly would go with the statistically better matchup and the volume with Joe Mixon. That's fair. Um, I don't I don't completely disagree with that. It does feel like to me that they want Damian Williams to be the one in Kansas City. Andy Reid has said that with his yeah. mouth words, yeah. but he's not <laughs> actually <laughs> doing it. So Yeah. Time to step up, Andy Reid. It's interesting. Yeah. Um and let me ask you this while we're on Damian mm-hmm. Williams. In another league I actually dropped Damian Williams Ooh. for Hunter Henry. Okay. How do you feel about that? Who are your other running backs? Um, in that league, I have Joe Mixon. Okay. I have Dalvin Cook. Yeah. I have Chris Carson. Yep. I have Melvin Gordon. Yeah. I have fine. Josh Jacobs. Yeah, no, all that's It's fine. a very small league. Yeah, I was going to say. I know. I actually just have <laughs> the top 10 wide receivers. Yeah. I mean, running backs, my apologies. <laughs> no, but, you know, no, I just couldn't I, afford a roster spot for, for I mean, Andy yeah, Reid's question not, mark. Yeah, with all your with all your other wide with all your other running backs there too. All well. right, let's move on to Miles Sanders and Frank Gore. I like how you put Saunders. Yeah, you're welcome for that. I think I just do that out of <laughs> habit. Um, I don't know why I think that. No, it's fine. Uh, I wasn't trying to embarrass you. Philadelphia completely. versus Dallas. Frank Gore and the Bills versus the Giants. Who are you feeling? I would you rather. I honestly feel like I would rather start Frank Gore. Sure. Um, it's against the Giants, yep. so I could stop there. But <laughs> And you would be fine. I would be fine, but I honestly feel like Jordan Howard might get more attention than Miles Sanders is going right. to get. I think you're right. And, you know, Miles Sanders had some decent games, but Jordan Howard, you know, even coming off the trade was – he's – you know, almost proven himself. Like yeah. he's flex worthy most weeks. Right. To be honest with you. Um, and Singletary, you know, we mentioned him earlier, right. possibly coming back. I still think Frank Gore is going to get the bulk of that workload. And against the Giants, I feel like you just almost have to. Yeah, I completely agree. It's it to me it's more of the matchup than it is really any of these players. No, it's not talent. I, I do I do think Dallas is a little bit I mean, they they're in a must win situation this week. They're back to what, three and three now? Yeah, that's what Jerry Jones wants. They, but. Yeah, they've got to win or heads are gonna start rolling there. I think the defense is gonna pick it up for the offense. I think actually just talking about Dallas, I think Zeke has a really great week this week. Um but I, I do agree with you. I think Frank Gore against the Giants, that Giants defense is is not that great right now, and the Bills are going to be stout on defense. I think game script is going to fall to Frank Gore in that. I think that's I think that's a great call. Let's talk Jimmy G and Carson Wentz. Would you rather Jimmy G against Washington, San Francisco versus Washington, or would you rather, again, the, the Eagles versus Dallas? Carson Wentz there versus Dallas. I know. I f- yeah. This is the talent versus matchup question. Right. Yeah, exactly. And so it's a little complex, yeah. I think. Jimmy G's riding high. He right sure now. is. Their, their defense, more than their offense, is playing really well. Um, Washington, again, is kind of a train wreck right now. Um, they are. 
the, but I mean, but then you go and look at Carson Wentz in Dallas. You know, that's that's a rivalry game. They're gonna be Dallas is again. That that's a must win game for Dallas. I'm honestly kind of scared of starting Carson Wentz. Um, I'm not an Alshon Jeffrey fan. I'm not a Deshaun Jackson fan. I don't. You know, like I mean, I like I'm not trusting any of those guys. I don't know who he's thrown to. Zach Ertz is probably an okay start, but like Miles Sanders again, like we just talked about. Um, Jordan Howard, all those guys, I'm not wild about it. Jimmy G's riding high, and they've got a really great matchup this week. He is. To answer your question, I would go with Jimmy G this week. Yeah, me too. Um, Wentz is, I think, definitely the better quarterback. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, but I, I just this week with you the matchup, can't not. Yeah, I just don't. And think that's not to say Wentz is going to lose the game for you. No, no, but I think you. Could, I think Lucas is potentially looking at getting bench slapped by Jimmy G. I think. I think Garoppolo could could throw up thirty this Wait, week. Wait, does he have him benched? Mm-hmm. Ooh, <laughs> I didn't make a live trade. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm definitely starting Russell Wilson. Oh, okay. Don't yeah. worry. Okay. But I didn't realize that Lucas had both of them. Yeah. So these are these are tailor made. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Well, okay, perfect. Yeah, one hundred percent. I would start Jimmy G. Yeah. So. I mean, we'll get into it in the week seven preview, but we'll see how that'll shake up for Lucas, yep. who has been scoring just ridiculous, crazy points. Yeah, except for that one week, he had a weird week that <laughs> he did. He didn't score like over seventy. He but did. That was weird. Uh, let's move on. Will Fuller, <clears throat> Cameron Sutton. Would you rather? Will Fuller's against the Indianapolis Colts this week. Jordan would be mad if I didn't correct you. You said Cameron. It's Cortland. Cortland. I'm doing I'm that sorry. for no, no, Jordan. No, no. You are right. You are right. I'm sorry. I, Just so there's no confusion. Yes, yes, yes. Not Cameron Sutton. Who's Cameron Sutton? <laughs> Cortland Sutton. His cousin? Brother? I don't know. Uh, Fuller against the Colts. Sutton against the Chiefs. Would you rather? Okay. So. Mm. Yeah. The Chiefs matchup is tempting. The Chiefs matchup is tempting. It's really tempting, but it's also, again, the most unsexy quarterback ever throwing the ball around. Uh, but then you look on the other side, Will Fuller with John Deshaun Watson throwing the ball. They're pretty good, and that's a good offense. Indianapolis is playing well, but is it good enough? Is, is there going to be enough volume to go around for Will Fuller? You know Sutton right now is kind of a top one or two wide receiver for Denver. Sure. So, surprisingly, the Chiefs are 10th against wide receivers right now. And, um, sorry, I just lost that. The Colts are, yeah, 18th. So, I mean, just matchup-wise, you almost sure. think Will Fuller, but... And, and not even talent-wise, because I think they're both really talented. Will Fuller had a big week two weeks ago, and yeah. then it seemed like he regressed. But he honestly just didn't catch right. two touchdowns this yeah. past week. Yeah. I don't I don't mean that like he just didn't catch them. Like, right. he had them. Yeah. He just didn't. It yeah. just didn't happen. Yeah. Um, and so I don't think, like, if you were just looking at their stats, you would think, oh, Sutton, duh. Yeah. But I don't think it's as clear-cut as that. But if I were making this decision, I think I would go with Sutton, especially with the slight regression that Manny Sanders has had. Yeah. Um, I think the it's Chiefs. A lot more targets right now. It's it's an interesting matchup, the Chiefs and the 
Broncos this week because, you know, Broncos are coming off a two-win streak. Yeah. Chiefs have lost two yeah. at home. Yeah. The Chiefs are almost in that Dallas situation where they have to win. Yeah. But honestly, if they keep playing the way that they're playing, yeah. Mahomes isn't as mobile. But honestly, is there a correlation between the running back committee and these losses? Uh, you tell me. Yeah. There is. There so is. I think there is, too. But Sutton. To answer your question, I, th- I think I'm with you on that too. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Sure, I think it's going to you're going to throw a whole lot to keep up with Mahomes. The Denver defense is decent right now. I mean, you got Bradley Chubb and Vaughn Miller still. So sure, um, so they're 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 fine. Um, yeah, I got I got to go set in there too. I think uh, Deshaun Watson hasn't shown enough consistency of spreading the ball around for me to be like full-on Will Fuller. I, th- no. Between these two, I think this is my least confident pick between them because I could totally see Will Fuller just catching a couple bombs against sure. Indianapolis. I could totally see that happening. Um, but if it's if it's a would you rather question, I think I would rather Cortland Sutton in this case. Okay, Tevin Coleman. Yep. Against Washington. Yep. Or Devonta Freeman. Nope. Royce Freeman. Royce Freeman. That's what I meant to say. I should have specified that. No, I know that. Okay. I knew that. Yep. We had a conversation about that. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. That that was that was another one. Uh, I got Royce down at the bottom. Yep. Devonta Freeman. There he is. Tevin Coleman. Devonta Freeman. Hi. I'd like to start over. Yes. We can start (laughs) over. That is fine. We can start over. Tevin Coleman against Washington or Devonta Freeman against the Rams. You were correct. I'm sorry. I have Royce down at the bottom there. I know that. You know, subconsciously, you're just trying to avoid all contact with the Devonta Freeman, but That's true. this is I, your destiny. This is my destiny Please answer here. my question. I um, I gotta go, Tevin Coleman here. I think you do too. I think he he has looked good man, he since he's been back. Has been honestly their starter. You, yeah. It it almost feels like a timeshare. Yeah. Between Brita and and Coleman, but the you know, goal line work he gets, yep. um, passing work he gets. I think it's 60, 40, at least, if not almost 70, 30. Um, and I, I still feel for Devonta Freeman a little bit. This Falcons offense is, I mean, they're having to throw so much that you're all, you're constantly just waiting for the ball to drop with Devonta Freeman. So I'm, I'm scared of that. I think because of that, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm Tevin Coleman. I agree, and to be honest with you, I know I said earlier that I don't trust Devonta Freeman. I don't trust the Falcons running backs, and That's I know fair. that they're just in yeah. it because they've paid him. Yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah. He is their guy. He is their guy. But if they said tomorrow we're wiping the slate clean, mm-hmm. we're starting over at running back, we're gonna drop him, trade him. Yeah. I'd be fine. Yeah, too. We've already had an go, awful season. Yeah, go into the draft and try and pick up Jonathan Taylor or something like that, a young running back. Sure, trade out. for yeah. Melvin Gordon. Hey, it the is, trade deadline is October that'd 29th. Be awesome. Hello? That'd be awesome. Atlanta. Hello? Are you listening? Are you are you listening to our podcast? <laughs> uh, of course they're not. Yeah, no, I'm totally with you. Tevin Coleman playing Washington over Devonta Freeman. I would rather Tevin Coleman. So Let me ask you a question real quick mm-hmm. about Coleman. At this point now that he's back and he's almost just the guy mm-hmm. there, what do you do with Brita? I think you, he's a, he's a great handcuff. I mean, sure. if you're if you're the Brita Brita owner that doesn't have Tevin Coleman, I'm nervous to ever play him. Just yeah, because Tevin's about to get all the work. But if you're the Tevin Coleman owner, 
and you can go to the Matt Breida owner and work out a trade to get him with some of your other players without giving up Coleman, I would probably go do that. Is Tevin – this sounds offensive. Is Tevin worth handcuffing? I think so. It's not so much Tevin as much as just <clears throat> Breida because you know that if anything ever happens with Coleman, you've got – okay, Breida's an auto – RV2 sure. that he comes into that. So it's more of that. I want those two guys together because you know, if you're down Coleman, you're not having to go free agent wire and blow a bunch of your fab money. Potentially, if that's what you're a league that you're in to go grab somebody who may pan out for you, yeah. you know, whereas, you know, Breed is the guy. And so it's not necessarily so much that you want, uh, Breed, Breed. Yeah. But you want him if Coleman's gone. No, I get that. Sounds like I need to talk to Jordan about a trade. Yeah, there you go. Um, let's move on to the next one. Uh, Eckler versus Sony Michelle. I'm now getting the more that we do this, that these are actual yes. questions that people are asking themselves yes. this week. I thought it was just a matchup thing no, no, that no. you had concocted. No, no, no. But I, so this went... all makes sense now because this one is my roster. Yes. Um, and clicked. It all clicked it, for you. <laughs> I'm here now. I have shown up. Yep. Um, well, I feel like you should start this, given that it's my roster. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Titans defense is really good right now. I, I don't feel great about Melvin Gordon or Austin Eckler, to be honest with you. I don't you. blame you, especially with their performance the past however, couple weeks. Hello? However. What are you about to say? I don't like the Sony Michelle start. Because of the Jets defense? Because of New England's backfield. Because of the... Yeah, I get you that. You just don't know. I, I mean, don't know that you can call New England's backfield a committee. Sure. But you don't know who's going to who's going to get yeah. For some reason it just doesn't scare me as much as that's Andy Reid's situation right yeah, now that's fair. because yeah. you know, James White puts up consistent numbers mm-hmm. and Sony Michelle can be a boom bust touchdown mm-hmm. dependent player um but I mean Rex Burkhead I, gets action sometimes yeah i i think honestly if i'm if i'm staring these two down in your situation i honestly might play eckler in this in this case i think that could come back to bite me a little bit um and you're probably going to disagree with me and that's fine i just there's nothing about new england's backfield that i am any kind of confident in and i know what what's going to happen with the the chargers i don't expect eckler to break the bank or sure. to bench slap you at all. Sure. But I think if we're going to water bet, you know, if we were to water bet who finishes higher this week, I think Eckler finishes over Sony Michelle. Sure. This one is a hard one for me, and I still haven't made a final decision. Right now, I actually have Sony in yeah. my flex instead of Austin Eckler. Um, the backfield doesn't concern me as much, but the Patriots have already played the Jets this season. Yeah. Sony got seven fancy points um, that week, and I can give you stats on that. Um, it was nine attempts for 11 yards, um, but he did get a touchdown. So it's it's hard for me, and honestly, we just talked about the, you know, the preview um, for Coleman and mm-hmm. Brita, and I also have Brita, and so... Yeah. That's a much better play matchup wise for me um, sure. than either Eckler or Sony. Um, so it is a hard decision. I haven't really made it yet, but obviously my answer currently is I'm going with Sony. 
yep. there's an upside to Sony that I don't think there is with Eckler right now. The ceiling is definitely higher. <clears throat> sure. Ceiling's with the Chargers higher. question marks for sure. Yep. Um, let's move on. Dak Prescott against the Eagles. Patrick Mahomes against the Broncos. Patrick Mahomes needs a win. Yep. Dak Prescott needs a win. Yeah. Dak Prescott needs a contract. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he's I, playing for more than just a win. Yeah. Who do you start? I like I like the matchup against the Eagles a lot better than I do the the Broncos. To be honest with you. Sure. I think the motivation for Prescott to play well this week is going to be really there, and Mahomes I think is hobbled a little bit still. I just I don't I don't think Mahomes is going to be bad this week. I think you know. No, and it's funny to talk about Pat Mahomes like that. Right, it really is. And I've said it probably since we started this this uh, podcast, I just don't think Mahomes is going to finish like he did last year. No, there's think, obviously going to well, be regression. Well, and I'm not even saying that like he's going to not finish with 50 touchdowns. I'm saying he comes down to earth. Like I've, I've said all season, I don't think Pat Mahomes maintains what he is. No, I agree. And, and this I, ankle I still injury. Great, yeah. And I still think he's a great quarterback. I still think he's going to finish top 10, like all that other stuff. But he's going to come back down to earth to where we're not all in just awe of this yes. Pat Mahomes thing. So much so that I would even recommend to Micah, like, if you're thinking about keeping him again next year, don't. I, don't, I don't keep him. I don't keep no, him next year. No, you can still I draft do last him high. Year. You have to last year. You keep Pat Mahomes last yes. year. Yes. I understand that. But I just if if it's down between Prescott and Mahomes this this week, I think I'm playing Dak. Um, Dak is sixth. Against, say what? Dak is sixth in our league scoring mm-hmm. as QB, and Mahomes is third. So it's not like it's a right. far gap between right. them. Yeah. So I don't think you're wrong. Um, it's crazy to think about benching Pat Mahomes, but if the you know he's not mobile right now, he's got this ankle injury, and so if it's better matchup against the Eagles, you play Dak. Yeah, I agree. Well, I say that I do remember now that Amari Cooper and his thigh bruise, but you know. Um <laughs> But you still got Michael Gallup. He's you still, still have like, Michael Gallup. Dak has proven that he can Correct. They have out. weapons. And old man Witten. All right. Last but yep. not least, Royce Freeman against the Chiefs or Melvin Gordon against Tennessee. Yeah. It's weird talk about weird conversations to be having. Correct. Like you would have had this conversation last year, and it's like, oh, of course you're starting Melvin Gordon. Of course you are. Like, but it's just a weird situation in almost at San Diego in L.A. right now. Yep. Like for the Chargers, it's Eckler's played so well. You can't, you know, you're staring at both of them going, well, I can't not play one of you. And so, Correct. I don't know. I think my I think my answer f- is Gordon. To be honest, I liked I think the question mark there. It is Gordon, just mainly because I don't like Royce Freeman against the Chiefs. I don't, I don't like that matchup right now. I don't like the potential timeshare that Philip Lindsay comes with. I think the Chiefs playing Thursday night football. I think they come out. They're at, you said they're at home, right? No, they're in Denver. Oh, they're in Denver. They've so, I mean, been at even, home the past two losses, right? So, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel, I feel weird trying to start Royce Freeman. It's weird, I this. think, because you want to say Royce Freeman. It's just Melvin Gordon's name is Melvin and it's Gordon. It's Melvin Gordon. Yeah, it's like. But that's not. It doesn't matter the season. So it's the same. It's the it's the reverse feeling you have with Devonta Freeman. 
Yeah. It's the reverse. It's the reverse feeling of that. Sure. You know, at some point, Melvin Gordon is going to become Melvin Gordon again, and you don't want to sit him on your bench the week that that happens. He has name value that you have to start him, and you, that's what kind of comes with drafting Melvin Gordon this year. Unfortunately, it's true. Um, my hang up is Tennessee's defense has been so good. It is. It is. Um, You're right. And the Chiefs are 25th against yeah. the run right now. Yep. Um, I think the timeshare fault is, yeah. you know, fair. I would rather play Philip Lindsay, sure. but that's not the case here. You're not choosing between them. So I would personally play Royce over Melvin Gordon. I think Hunter Henry coming back, all that. We have breaking news. We have breaking news. So we are recording this, as you heard at the top of the show, Thursday night. We usually do it about 8 o'clock. So the Thursday night game is actually happening right now. We just got news that Pat Mahomes will not return versus the Broncos after suffering a knee injury on a QB sneak. Oh, my goodness. So our text group is now officially blowing up. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, that's kind of... Um, Royce Freeman against the Chiefs? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Uh, I was totally saying, yeah, Royce Freeman. Uh, I'm going to play... <laughs> that is... Uh, wow, that's, that's crazy. My deck Prescott choice sounds... Really good. Really right good. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? You are welcome. Anyways, I, yeah, again, I think the whole thing with Melvin Gordon, he, it, it's Melvin Gordon. I know it's the Tennessee Titans, and I know their defense is playing well. The other thing with that, the Tennessee Titan, Titans is you are kind of waiting on them to kind of have a bad game at some point. Sure, and Tannehill may provide that right. potentially, but right. I think it's Royce for me. Yep. So, uh, I think that's all the time we've got. For today, we kind of covered a lot of the week seven preview in some of these would you rather's. For sure, did. Um, each one kind of represented a team. You know your team. You know who we're talking about. You so know who you are, Ben Roland. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's finish talking about the nachos a little bit. Um, I, you know, you haven't been eating them with us this whole year. I wonder. I haven't. Right now. I feel like I'm not. Well, you know, but, uh, capable. so do yourself a favor. You live close by. Go to Thatcher's and gra- and get the shovels. Just, I will. It, they are. They are RB1. They are the Christian McCaffrey of nachos right now. <laughs> they are fantastic. So if that's if that's the ceiling and we're coming down, Chewies were really good. I think this is a close third. A very close third. Really? I think so. Because Like, the deconstruction was weird about it, but we've also had some really bad nachos this year. Okay. So, like, order of... Like, I think the problem for me, which we talked about, was... There's a certain experience when you're eating nachos, uh, yeah. even even if they're deconstructed a little. How you said one of them was, you know, tortillas fanned out with even yep. distribution of the ingredients. Yep. That's fine, but yep. there's a certain messiness that yep. comes with nachos that I almost look forward yeah, to. That's absolutely true. And to scoop this out of a bowl, yeah, it's weird. not. I don't but, think you can call it nachos. I don't think you can. To be honest, I don't think you can either. Um, again, the taste was really good. All of the, you know, the, the chips, the, the the eating experience of was it fine. Was fine, but yeah, the the holistic experience of like I wanted this pile of nachos in front of me, and you're you're getting down to the bottom of the nachos and basically eating them with a fork and like that kind of stuff. That's you not what them. I got. I no. got a two for twenty at Chili's. Yeah, that's, and yeah, that's fair. That's I fair. mean, I'm not knocking Chili's, but it's no. just not the nacho experience yep. that I was expecting. That's very true. There, and it was hard to judge on like construction of the nachos because they were not constructed. Correct. So, um, I was really impressed with their salsa for some reason. Let's talk about that real okay. quick because the also the problem with the dip right. was that 
it wasn't really there was no bite. nothing. Yeah, there was no spice. And so we ended Which up. Jordan would have loved because he is not a spicy fan. Oh. So he is push your jalapenos to your side. Guy. Okay. See, I'm not. I'm not either. I like a little bit of kick. I've actually just gotten to where I actually enjoy eating a jalapeno. Okay. But I love the taste of them. It was a texture thing for me. I'm, I'm growing up. I'm getting past that. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. And so um, for us, we ended up dumping the salsa into, into yeah. the which I thought was a good move. nacho mixture. Yeah, I thought it was a good which move. Good move. was definitely necessary. Yeah, it would have just been bland. Yeah, it was real. Whatever. So mid mid nacho one, I think for me, <laughs> like if we're going that route. But anyways, Josh. Thanks for being on the show. You're welcome. It's Thanks been for, fun. Yeah, this is great. I so, think I was a little lengthy talking about a couple things. But no, 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 no. I'm not, not any more long-winded than Jordan is. Well, you oh, know. I can say that because he's not here <laughs> to get anything back. I'm sorry, I love Jordan. That's all the time we have for today's show. Thank you all for listening and playing along with us. As always, be a good owner. Respond to trades. Talk to your league teammates. Trash talk a little bit. Um, makes the makes the uh, fantasy football experience a lot fun for, for everybody else. Any last words? Nope. Nope, not at all. All right, well, y'all enjoy your weekend. And until next time, goodbye. See ya.